Welcome back to another episode of Team Building Tips with Dan Talbot. We'll be right back with Dan and episode number eight. But first, let's hear from our podcast sponsors. We want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can find out more about what Hometown Ticketing can do for you and your school by going to hometownticketing.com and talk to their experts. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. We also want to say thanks to Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. They've got a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They've got a variety of interactive touchscreen consoles and an entire library of templates to help recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. Let them help you showcase your school's diverse history and go to vitalsignswalloffame.com or send them an email at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. We also want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive for their support. Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards not only raise money for your department, but they also create the ultimate game day experience for your athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com and schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com and see what these fantastic products can do for you. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. We also want to say thanks to Gipper. Gipper is the way that athletic directors, coaches, and schools create world-class marketing content. Go to gipper.com and learn how to create custom branded content for your school's social media channels in seconds on any device and without needing any design experience. It's so simple, even I can do it. Once again, go to gipper.com and start creating world-class marketing content. We also wanna say thanks to Final Forms, the industry leader in registration. But Final Forms is more than just forms. Final Forms is a team, it's technology. And they provide schools with compliance, communication, and risk management solutions. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with mobile accessibility. Uh, it has things that are going to help team communication, attendance, and even certification management for coaches. Final Forms uh, also has reminders for parents about policies, about physicals, and all the forms that go with having an athlete in the house. And for athletic directors, Final Forms can help with eligibility, with rosters, reports, uh, and it does this with secure language translation and ADA compliance. You know, it's time for you to talk to a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps, find out what Final Forms can do for you, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. That's finalforms.com forward slash Jake to get started with Final Forms. We also want to say thanks to Huddle. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Over 200,000 teams use Huddle to elevate the performance of their teams using video and analytics. Huddle is the complete performance platform. They've got online tools. They've got smart cameras. They've always had analytics, but there's so much more. Huddle's built for every level of play, from club and youth teams all the way through high schools and colleges, and even the pros use Huddle to help their athletes perform at the highest level. 
You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes. If you want to find out more about what Huddle can do for you and your program and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. We also want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. They sponsor the Athletic Director Toolbox segment. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also connects you with the 95% of the parents and the student athletes that really love your program. And it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466 or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the folks at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Team Building Tips with Dan Talbot. It's episode number eight. And again, for our regular listeners, you know that Dan is a certified master athletic administrator. He's the director of athletics for Polk County Schools in Florida and longtime um, AD here in Florida and member of our FIAAA board. Dan, welcome back. And what do you have for us this week? Hi, always great to be back. So today we're going to talk about um, your department and basically um, building that strong team with it within your department. And so like anything else, and, and you guys heard this a million times, it's cliche, but you got to have, you know, goals. Uh, you know, what, you know, what is your goal um, within your department? And we have goals that we try to achieve. Like, you know, for us, basically one of our goals um, is currently when we were being graded as a district for the Department of Education, we were a B district. So one of our goals as an athletic department is we want to have 80%, which is a B, of every one of our athletic teams with a 3.0 or higher. Um, and, and that try to, we try to maintain our level at the district. Uh, we've been fortunate enough where we've been slowly increasing. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that our unweighted GPA and the reason why we use unweighted is that we'll, that's what we use for eligibility in Florida. So it's easy for the athletic directors to calculate because I don't want to put anything on their plate. Um, more than they already have so the gpa unweighted gpa is really available ready to us and and when i tell people and especially like our school board members when we have a 3.2 unweighted gpa with all our athletes in polk county people are they're shocked and because we break the stereotype of what we are so we have goals um everybody in your department needs to have well-defined role and what those roles are what the expectations are and 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 be held accountable to that um a lot of things we try to do, especially in our, in our department here in Polk County, is, is we embrace diversity um, and embrace it and challenge it and and just learn to, um, and not really learn, it's just, it, it goes back to one of the podcasts I had earlier, not wearing their school shirts, get to know people as people, you know, we're all human beings and 
you know, right now things are tough in our country right now all over. And, and, you know, the one constant thing through the pandemic that we just came through or still in, or depending on what part of the country you're in or the world uh, was athletics. I mean, athletics kept a lot of things moving forward. Um, and also within your department, you got to share that common culture. And, and culture is a huge buzzword right now in, in the world of athletics uh, is how do you change the culture? What is your culture? What's the culture of this team? What's the culture of that team? But if the athletic department doesn't have a culture and everybody within that athletic department is not following that culture that you have and you want, then why would you expect any of your teams to have a culture? Um, it really starts within your department and it kind of funnels down you know, to the coaches before, because, you know, right now, I mean, coaches are hard to find. Qualified coaches are hard to find. And uh, we're fortunate enough in our county where we, we have a wrestling coach at one high school that just got inducted to the Hall of Fame. He's been at one high school for 20 years. We've got a football coach that's been there at one high school for 50 years. And, and that's not the norm anymore. And that used to be the norm. Um, so if you're, if you want to, your culture has to be defined and the culture starts with the athletic department itself. Um, be accountable. I mean, and, and that's a huge word is a lot of times in our society, people don't want to be accountable for their actions. And you have to be as an athletic director, be accountable. The one thing I can pride myself on, and, and I tell this people all the time, anyone can take my signature and, and forge it on a piece of paper and said, well, you sign this. But I'm the type of person that if I look you in the eye and shake your hand, say, I'm going to get this done. Um, then I'm going to get it done. Um, I'm a firm believer, and, and I know it's a cliche quote, but you know, if if you if you lose money, you lose nothing. If you lose your health, you lose something, you know. But if you lose your character, then you lose everything. And my athletic directors, I'm, I can say that they're not ones that. Well, hey, will you put that in writing for me? Will you send that to me in an email? Because they know that frustrates me and bothers me. If I tell you to do something and it's and it's wrong, they know I will be there and, and take and stand in front of them and say, no, they were doing what they were told. And that's my fault. And if you got a problem, then it needs to be with us. And But all that goes back to probably the key to everything. And I think it's communication, and, which is the breakdown of everything in our society. I mean, we get bits and pieces of things on the news, and, and then we form an opinion but never have the full story. The news only shows you half of what really happened. Marriages break down because of communications. Um, problems with parents break down because of communication. You know how many times that when I deal with parents, they haven't even talked to the coach yet. They haven't talked to the principal or they haven't talked to the athletic director at the school. And, and it all goes back to when I was a school-based athletic director and, I wanted, and a parent wanted to meet with me, we were going to meet but it was going to be with the coach, the student athlete, and the parent, because it wasn't going to be he said, she said. And a lot of times you come to find out once you get everyone in the, in the room together, it really works itself out. Um, and you got to have communication. And then probably the most important, you got to be a strong leader. Um, as an athletic director, you are the leader of the athletic department and you have to be a strong leader. Um, like me, I'm a bigger guy. You guys can see it on Zoom. You know, I don't enjoy being at a football game in Florida in August um, in dress pants and a dress shirt. But 
that's what the position calls for. That's what the position I want. That's what I want the position to believe. A lot of, you know, athletic directors can be their own worst nightmare. You know, they want to be a pseudo admin within the school. They want this, but you, you're never going to achieve that by wearing cargo shorts and a, and a hat and a t-shirt every day to school saying you're the athletic director. You know, you got to promote what the actual position is and it's athletic administration and you need to dress the part. I love to wear shorts and a t-shirt on a Friday night and watch football, but I believe that the athletic director position is a prominent administrative role. And so I do dress that part. Uh, a lot of times when I go speak to the school board, I'm in a suit. That's what I believe the job takes to do and entail. So, but sometimes you got to be a strong leader. Sometimes you got to make decisions that are unfortunately unpopular with parents or with coaches, uh, with with your school-based administrators or your principal in the school building. But you got to fall back on basically your, you know, your culture. And our culture here is students first. And so every decision that we make in Polk County is we're going to put the students first. And if it's good for students, it's good for us. And I tell all new athletic directors this when they come on board. We just got two new ones, uh, three new ones this year, this summer. And the first thing I said to them, you don't have to be friends with your coaches. You don't have to go out with your coaches every night. That doesn't make you a good athletic director. You don't have to be friends with them outside of work. But if they are good for kids and that coach does right by kids, that's all you need to be concerned with, nothing else. Keep it professional, keep the goals in mind and everything of your department. But it comes with goals, well-defined roles. Um, try different things every now and then too. And if you fail, it's okay. Um, but be accountable for your actions. And that's basically, you know, trying to get that, that good athletic department going in the right direction. But everyone has to be on the same page. And if one person's going, you know, for me and my department, you know, we got 20 schools and trying to get 20 schools to go in the right direction is very difficult and a very daunting task. So one of my philosophies is, you know, take physical and consent forms. You know, every state has restrictions on what they need and, and proper uh, forms to be out there on the, on the playing field or court or basketball. So for us, we have um, our consent forms and our physical forms. Okay, so we know that no student athlete can ever step on a field, court, or any, any kind of activity without those forms. So how you get there is up to you. I give a lot of leeway to how they get there. Some people want it in a spreadsheet. Some, some people use another program that we offer. We have online registration now. We, some people still want to do it by paper. I don't care how you do it, but at the end of the day, no one can be out there that doesn't have the proper forms and clear to be out there. So how you get there. And so you give people within your department, you know, the autonomy to make their own decisions on how they want to get there and what's best for them. You can give them a hundred ideas, but every athletic department is different. Every athletic director is different. Every school is different. And I think what frustrates a lot of people is when you try to have these cookie cutter molds on how you're going to do things and you're taking an athletic director and forcing him to do something he's not good at, even though the way he was doing it prior was effective. You know, the bottom line is what's your end goal? And if the end goal is not have any student athlete out on that field or court without, any, without all the proper documentation, how the athletic director get there, let that be up to them. Let them do what's best for them.
Well, a lot of great stuff there. Um, I'm going to go back and revisit one point and, uh, and put you on the spot. So uh, be ready here. Um, you know, young AD or even a veteran AD, you know, you come into a school and you talked about culture initially, but you, you also talked about, you know, getting people going in the same direction. Um, uh, and you have it magnified by 20 uh, because you have so all those different schools, but um uh, for you, it might be an athletic director or, but for an AD, it's probably going to be a coach. You've got that experienced coach, strong-willed, has been successful, but culture-wise, you know, they're either doing or not doing something that you want to try to get them going in the new direction. Um, any experience, advice, suggestions for one of our listeners on how to, you know, tackle that uh, challenging uh, culture problem? I think it just goes back to, you know, if you're a new athletic director, uh, a lot of people, a lot of leaders, I think, make mistakes when they come in and they want to change everything right away. Um, and, they, and they feel it's necessary, which it may rightfully be so. But a lot of change at one time in the beginning could be overwhelming for some. The bottom line is you got to build a relationship. If you got that long withstanding coach that's been there and he, he, he or she set in their ways and this is how they've done things. You got to be smart enough to know that um, you got to build that relationship because you also got to be smart enough to know they probably got more pull in the community than you do. So you need to be careful. <laughs> you understand that, but it's about building a relationship. And if once you build a relationship and those who should be your targets, because I think you can learn some things from those seasoned coaches that have been around and, and talk to them and listen to them, you know, especially if you're brand new, what, what are good things that, what have we done here that you like? What's the things we haven't done or don't like? You know, get their advice, make them feel part of the process. Don't just come in and say, hey, we're doing this now because it's like anything. It's just like a coach. You know, if you get a brand new coach within a program, he comes in changing everything right away. There is going to be resistance. That's just nature. Yeah. And again, that's a great point about, uh, you know, not coming in and, and trying to change the culture overnight, you know, talk to those experienced ADs, talk to all of your or coaches, talk to your coaches and, and just try to find out, you know, Hey, what is the culture? And maybe it doesn't need to be changed. Okay. Yeah. In, in the first year is really doing a lot of listening into, you know, what the coaches want and what the expectations are and what the community is. And, and slowly, you know, it, it takes time. And, but to come in right away, you know, could have disastrous effects. Yeah. That's actually one of our uh, top 20 tools in our uh, AD toolbox book. Dan is always great stuff. Always enjoy listening to you. Uh, if one of our listeners wants to reach out and uh, pick your brain a little bit more, what's the best way they can get in touch with you? Best way to get a hold of me is my, my cell phone number, uh, which is 863-661-0647. Again, 863-661. 0647 um could you call the office i probably won't be there because i'm always out and about you know visiting coaches and kids and uh but call me on my cell phone anytime if i can help you dan thanks for sharing again today uh enjoy your weekend and we'll see you next week sounds good thank you for our listeners remember the zoom recordings of all of these interviews get uploaded to the educational ad podcast youtube channel Come back next Thursday and every Thursday for more team building tips with Dan Talbot and just about every day for the Educational AD Podcast. We'll see you next week. 
We want to say thanks to all of our sponsors that make team building tips and the podcast possible. Uh, starting with Sideline Interactive. We had a Sideline Interactive indoor scoring table in our school's gym, and it was fantastic. We used it for games, for pep rallies, for uh, signing ceremonies. It was just great. Go to sidelineinteractive.com and find out what they can do for your school with indoor scoring tables and video boards. Also want to say thanks to Gipper. Uh, Gipper's our newest sponsor. I use Gipper for uh, our uh, podcast announcements. They also created our uh, backdrop. You can create custom branded content for your school social media. And as I like to say, it's so easy, even I can do it. Go to gipper.com and start creating custom branded content for your school. I also want to say thanks to Final Forms, the industry leader in registration. The FIAAA uses Final Forms as our conference platform for registration, but they can do so much for your school. Communication, attendance, eligibility, eligibility rosters, uh, and even more. Um, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake to get started. That's finalforms.com forward slash Jake. We also want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. I didn't get a chance to use hometown ticketing because they uh, kind of came into vogue after I retired, but I can tell you this. Um, I've talked to hundreds of athletic directors around the country and they all swear by hometown ticketing. So go to hometownticketing.com and find out how they can help you and your athletic program. Simple and easy online ticketing. Also want to say thanks to athletic surveys by Lifetrack. We use surveys all the time at my school's for teachers, for coaches, for parents, and student athletes. And the feedback is almost always positive, uh, which is a great tool to have when you're talking to a parent that's griping about your program. It can also help you um, evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. So check out Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Go to athleticsurveys.com, shoot them an email at info at athleticsurveys.com, and let them help you take your program from good to great. Also want to thank Huddle. As a football coach, I used Huddle as an athletic director. We were a Huddle school. Uh, go to huddle.com and find out how they can help your program. It's not just video and analytics. And we also want to say thanks to Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. Uh, we have a uh, Vital Signs uh, console for the FIAAA's Hall of Fame, and it's just tremendous. Okay, Go to... Uh, vitalsignswalloffame.com or send them an email at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. Let them help you showcase your school's history and bring your school's legacy to life. Once again, we want to thank all of our great sponsors. We'll see you next week on Team Building Tips and just about every day on the Educational AD Podcast. Have a great one.